right about him. I'm always right. It's like when I'm right, I'm right. And when I'm wrong, I could have been right. So I'm still right because I could have been wrong. That makes sense. Come on. All right, we back. A couple weeks off, but back in the building. Surprise, motherfuckers. Oh, I ain't surprised. <laughs> All right, episode 35. What's more likely to happen, man? Kyrie gets the vaccine or OJ and Mr. Killing Nicole. So how'd you doing, man? How's, how's life going on here? Uh, you know, life is what it is. Work is busy, as we know. Uh, my Red Sox are currently down one, maybe two nothing here. Nope, one nothing. Uh, after the top of the first here in game four at Fenway. Uh, you so know, everything's going well. Yeah, no, we're living life. We're happy. Okay. Um, episode 35, though. Number 35, it's interesting. Yeah, 35? 35. So I thought we were at 34, but we talked about Paul Pierce 34, and David Ortiz so we, last time. Yeah, we did. We did. The goats of your area. Two of them. For that number. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I, I can jump in because I, I, I was just looking at him in the pregame show on Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, 35. I'm going to go with the guy who I think, you know, we were we were talking about uh, in the it there in the pre-show about if Giannis is going to get the credit he deserves when he while he's still playing. Mm-hmm. This is a guy that I think doesn't get the respect he deserves um, as one of the great. I mean, we we recognize him, but mm-hmm. I feel like he's somehow been forgotten about in the great generation of sluggers um, while we were growing up. Oh, the big hurt, Frank Thomas. Ooh, Frank Thomas. And our all-time nickname. Also, uh, what was it, 2019 when he went viral going for the cigar and the softball like at bats that he was just taking? He was just like, oh, I'll, I'll hit some dingers. Why not? Mm-hmm. Frank Thomas, was he? I don't think he was ever wrapped up in any of the steroid shit. And no. he is also somebody who literally, literally in baseball, which is rare back in his time, did one thing. And that's hit the fuck out the baseball. And but but he was an all around hitter too, which I like. I think people mm-hmm. were like, oh, he hit home runs. No, no, he's a Hall of Famer. He won two MVPs. He hit over 500 home runs. Wait, wait, can is, you say the years of those MVPs so people can understand how hard it was for him to win those MVPs? Because there were some great people playing at those times. Back to back, I believe. Mm. 93 and 94. Dude, think about this. 93 and 94. You had the first, the first uh, renaissance of Barry Bonds' prom. <laughs> the first <laughs> part of he, that. He, was, he wouldn't s- have been in the AL. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah, it does. matter. So he beat out Paul Molitor and John Olerud. Uh, that didn't oh, that help. sounds terrible. That sounds terrible. Juan Gonzalez, Ken Griffey, though, were, were in that, uh, that Juan race. Juan Gonzalez that's, that's, that's or Ken Griffey should have won it. I don't think Ken Griffey Jr. has an MVP. So, like, the fact that he I don't beat think him he does. twice is crazy. Uh, he he and he beat Griffey the next year, along with Albert Bell and Kenny Lofton. Ooh, I'm drinking Henny like I'm Kenny out, Lofton. Shout out Paul O'Neill in fifth. I'm also drinking Henny like I'm Kenny Lofton. But no, and, and but the thing that and I hate using this because I don't think it's a true determinant of how good a hitter you are. But when you match it up with over 500 home runs, he also has a career batting average over 300. Is he the best person? in the Hall of Fame who you would put at DH and wouldn't worry about anything else. And what I mean by that is there's people who you could put at DH, but you would miss them in the field. Is he like the best Hall of Fame level hitter that you would just put at DH and be like, we're fine? Um, 
because he is for me. Because I mean, because there's, I mean, he's he's one of probably two people that are in the Hall of Fame currently that are deemed to be designated hitters primarily. I think he well, he wasn't a designated hitter primarily in the first half of his career. It was more like yeah. the back end, though. Yeah, but I mean, but I feel like it's just a very small sample size of like who's a designated hitter that you won't miss. Um, but he played like Edgar Martinez was eh. Edgar Martinez was all right in the field. In the field, Martinez was a beast, man. Don't say yeah, no. So I mean, but I mean, you know, I think Frank gives you more. Frank Frank is a better overall hitter, not even close. But I mean, like to me, it's those are the two that I think about when I'd be like, okay, I don't need you in the field, but I need you to hit. And career-wise, those two are the ones. And then maybe, maybe after it's all said and done, Miguel Cabrera will be there for me. But those are the two that I think about over more than anybody. What's a real shit? So was he was he on the team this year? Who Miggy? No, I'm I'm thinking because he also wanted. Oh, he was hurt that year that the White Sox won championships. I don't know if, yeah. how much credit he gets for that. He doesn't. That's Sadly crazy. Sadly then he was gone the next year. He only played 34 games for him that year. Did he play 20? How many? Uh, 19. 19. I knew he was up there. I thought I thought he was at 20, and I would have loved for him to be at 20. But, I mean, you I look at a slugger, and he was 500 hits away from 3,000. I don't. I don't. Like think, he has the same number of home runs as Ted Williams. Like I don't think people realize how great he is. I don't think Frank Thomas gets the respect he deserves because he played in an era where the statistics were so fucking astronomical that his amazing statistics, in a in a not steroid way, fell out of wayside. Like he played. Like if you think about his statistics, he should be looked at as arguably top ten hitters. Ever like the way he played in the home runs and the batting average and the regular hits and even early in his career the doubles and the and sometimes yeah. the tri- like it's crazy. The, but the he problem get it, it was he was playing at the same time as like even if you just cut out if you cut out the National League so you're cutting out Sosa McGuire all those guys like even if you're like oh what about just the great all around slugging hitting let's even cut out one side right handed yeah. batters you know like he's still playing at the same time as Manny Ramirez yeah. Who has him beat in average home runs, all that. And has him beaten the stories, too. But, you know, if we look at wins above, replace, wins above replacement, Frank Thomas actually has a better career wins above replacement. Than Frank Ramirez. Thomas is, is so good, dude. Like, do, do you – all right, this is a question for and you. And you know, one of my favorite baseball cards, I will say, I have the team card from when he played on in the Cape Cod League. Um, it was from 1993. It is laughable how much larger he was already in college than everyone else on a baseball field. Yeah, he's a middle linebacker. Do you think Frank Thomas, you know how baseball players shoot tobacco? Do you think he would have been a better statistical player if they let him smoke a cigar while he was at bat? Mm. It's almost like the <laughs> Michael Jordan effect. <laughs> like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like if, if Jordan could have sipped tequila at the free throw line, would he have shot 90%? <laughs> hey, it's, it's, I'm, I'm not going to put down the argument. <laughs> I, I can't prove you wrong there. Certainly within the realm of possibility. I think Frank Thomas would have hit 400 once in his career if he was allowed to chew on a cigar. Not even smoke it, just chew on it while he was at bat. 
And I don't see why you can't. I don't get it. Like, how can you the, put a fucking? The, there, there's a much higher dude. than zero percent chance that Babe Ruth did that at least once. Dude, how can you put a baby's fist worth of tobacco in your front lip? But you, yeah, can't I, I sit here looking at Rafael Devers, who like puts half a tin of Red Man in his mouth every inning. Dude, it's like, dude, you, you spit, you spit it all out in your last at bat. How do you have more? I don't understand. Dude, if you spit it all out your last at bat, you at least have stage two cancer. Like, there's no <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we got but, we got to talk about i will it, say the other reason i love him as a 35 is he literally wore 35 for four different teams yeah which is, yeah, which is like he got number. there and it's like up oh, that's your number no that's his number you're not changing my number dude like yeah. <laughs> if you traded for me you made way for my number right so i i gotta go with pennsylvania's own son uh, he was my favorite athlete. Well, favorite player in his sport, not athlete, favorite player in his sport for honestly speaking, it was probably like a five year stint, man. Is this a southpaw? <sighs> no, no softball. No softball. I love you're going with softball. a Philadelphia athlete. No, not different Philadelphia athlete. Different Philadelphia. Okay. Well, he's not from Philadelphia, though. He's from oh, I know. I'm just saying, you know, once you win a title there, you're from Philadelphia. Oh, no. Once you play here. Yeah. <laughs> like, Iverson is from Virginia. As long as you're not bad. As <laughs> long as you're not a bitch. Sorry, Ben Simmons, but not really sorry. Uh, Bradley Fletcher? What? But from 1991 to 2008, this man has 270 wins, 3.68 ERA, 2,813 strikeouts. He's in the Baseball Hall of Fame, which is, as you know, rare to get into because there's some fucks. Five-time All-Star, which is probably the oh. least amount of All-Stars. How, how, I can't believe I, I I looked over this for you. Exactly. I, this, was a, this was a slam dunk. I should have let you go first. Come on, baby. Come on. Seven-time Gold Glove Award winner, which I don't think they should Something give. Light. I don't think they should give to the position that they play, but... Shout out, shout out Greg Maddox with his, like, 18. Dude, Greg Maddox probably won one last year. <laughs> and my man, number 35, Mike Messina. The reason why I started rooting for the Yankees, a lot of people don't know that. Like, I I had a team in every league besides the Philadelphia team. So, if it was NFL, it was Eagles and Colts because Edron James, um, Bob Sanders, Marvin Harrison, North Philadelphia's own, plus Peyton Manning. If it was the NHL, I was a big uh, Flyers and Red Wings fan. If it was that suit guy, you know, it's funny. The reason why I love the Red Wings, it was not only because I thought the jerseys were the best in the league, and I still think that they're top five, but it was it was mainly because whenever I watched the Red Wings, they always looked so much faster than any other fucking team they were playing. Like every time I watch them, I'm like, wait, this is the same league. <laughs> These motherfuckers are outstating everybody. So I just I latched on to them. You know what I mean? I I really, really latched on to them. So when it came to the NBA, um, it was really the Sixers and the Kings. You know what I mean? You know, I'm a big white chocolate fan, but I love I love the Kings in general because the black jerseys, the passing, the international flair. The fact that these people should have literally beat the Lakers in 2002, but they got robbed. To me, they got robbed. Says a lot about them. And then when it came to MLB, 
It was the Phillies and the fucking Yankees. And the reason why I became a Yankees fan was because of Mike Mussina. And a lot of people don't realize that it had nothing to do with all of the history. <laughs> it had nothing to do with how banging that team was way Just before moves. Mike Mussina. It was moose, dude. It was so much moose. I was like, I remember, my I fucking think, guy. I'm trying to remember. He shoved against us so many times. Like, I I, I remember growing up, obviously, as a Red Sox fan, like, dreading the Mike Mussina matchup more than Clemens, more than anyone else. His control was insane. Yeah. That's why, I, like, it was like he did shit with the baseball that looked illegal. Like, it was like, he, I, it, that's what I say. Like, he was like one step below what Greg Maddox did, where it's like yeah. you watch him, and you're like, you should not be able to beat us. No, no. <laughs> but you know, my favorite thing about my favorite fact about Mike Mussina that very little people remember. Well, I mean, I, I don't know that I was born for this, or I was maybe <laughs> under one, but it often gets forgotten about that he was the starting pitcher for Cal Ripken's record game yeah, too. So like he's been yeah. around for a lot of like really important baseball moments. Dude, that that's how, you know, I blocked out the Orioles entire history when I forgot he pitched for the Orioles when I first became a fan. <laughs> In like the most notable Orioles game of all time. Dude, he is more known for being an <laughs> Orioles pitcher than a Yankees pitcher. More than, more, more than not like brain. Yeah, definitely not in our brains. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I blocked that shit out. Like, you yeah, know, Orioles, yeah, but back to the Yankees. Like, I don't, it's, it's, do you think that this is a question for you? Because you and I, you're probably my friend. There's only two people in my life who I think love baseball more than me. And I think it's you and Ryan Fox. I think you're the only two who love baseball more than me. And I, baseball to me gives me, it makes me giddy. Like it, like, it, like, it, like, gets me like, you well, can I see mean, it in my I mean, place the, right the viewer, you know, the listeners can't see this, but. I, I was just jumping up and down because yeah. the Red Sox had a home run to take the lead. While Reese was talking, I was just jumping up and down. You probably heard my sh- my hair, my wall, and yeah, yeah. Like and like for me though, it's it's amazing because I think baseball, and I don't I w- I would like your opinion on this. I think baseball is a top four, top four, not the top, not the second, not the third, but top four when it's played at its highest level most beautiful game there is. See, I think, I think, that, I think soccer I think it, is above it. I think basketball, when you pass the ball a lot, and then third and fourth to me is very debatable. I think baseball is right there with other sports. Like, I think that when it's played at its most perfect level, it's the most beautiful sport there is. Hey, yeah, because I find – because I've really now, I think, landed on soccer as my number two. Soccer is my number one. Well, not not beautiful. I'm talking my favorite sports now. Oh, favorite! Soccer's like it's number, it's soccer's totally four, yeah. transcendent. So to Wait, me, it's let me, baseball. Let me hear soccer. your list. Let me hear your list. What's your, what's your, um, my my you favorite top five. Top five. My yeah, favorite favorite. Yeah, baseball, okay. soccer. We're we talking team sports, or are we mixing so in whatever you want to say. Okay, whatever you want to say. Because my um, second favorite sport of all time is not boxing. a sport at all. Yeah, it's boxing. Yeah. Oh no, you know I was saying boxing for you. Yeah, uh, no, it's not. Uh, oh, I do love hockey. I think my favorite might be, I mean, I love MMA because I just love how different mm-hmm. certain matchups can be. Um, if I can split the two, because I do think they're different entities, I would go college football. Ooh, I love that. Okay, college football. Because I love the college football communities of okay. the tribalism of it. Dude, I love that pick because I've never split college and, and professional. They're because. completely different. Because the other yeah, thing is so like, and, and this is something people talk about with gambling, but like there's college football plays 
which is just be usually because like they're a little more reckless or like a little like there's more you know chance for something you've never seen before in a college football game than an NFL 100%, game. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. So yeah, and, I mean, and you, it's a hundred percent more likely you're going to see somebody cry. So yeah, like, that's all it, it hits hard, <laughs> way deeper for people, which I love. It matters more. It means more. You yeah. know, it's a, that's the SEC slogan. It means more. Um, beyond that, also overrated, but yeah, I agree. When basketball is played right, I'm all about it, and that's why I just don't really watch the NBA all that much, barring a couple teams. Dude, when, I might when, check when in the on, Warriors were great, and the Spurs were it was my great. favorite team. When everyone hated the Warriors, so that's when I loved them the most. It was so beautiful to watch the ball movement, the screens, the movement yeah. without the ball. Like, or or when, when the Spurs were at their peak. Yeah. Manu Ginobili used to move that. that but that here's box. what I'll say about baseball that I think none of those other sports have that Hit makes me. it a beautiful game. Hit me. To me, it's the most honorable of sports. Most honorable, even though it's the most cheated upon sport. Hit me. I'm me saying that. within the lines, it's the most honorable. And what I mean by that is you can't run out the clock on your opponent. It's the only sport where you have to give your opponent their fair share. Not really, because there's intentional walks. Yeah, but you still have to get them out 27 times at least. You know, like the you can just control possession. And it's not, I mean, it's part of the game, but you know, a soccer team can control possession 70% of the time. Yeah, we've seen it with uh Real Madrid and Barcelona. Liverpool <laughs> Liverpool today basically did it to Atletico. But yeah. like there's a thing where I that I just love about baseball. It's like you know, like the other night, the Red Sox were up, you know, nine nothing mm-hmm. last night in the third inning, and you're just like in any other sport that they really after, up nine nothing. Yeah, that's insane. Because they've hit three grand slams over the last that, two. That's years. insane. You gotta, you gotta. I feel like you buried the lead there, but yeah, okay. Yeah, well, it's been happening a lot. Um, they they have, I think, now one less or maybe now two less, but the other game getting played late last night. Uh, mm-hmm. They have 21 home runs as a team. And I think as of the time that the game ended last night, the rest of the teams in the playoffs had, including teams that have already been eliminated, were at like 21 or 22. And now the Red Sox are at 21. So, like, there's mash in the ball. But the beautiful thing about baseball is at 9 nothing that, you know, you look at the average runs scored per game or average, you know, points scored per game in another league, that big of a gap, you're like, I mean, that's insurmountable. Like, if a team's up 40 to nothing in an NFL <laughs> game. No, if a team's up 40 to nothing and I'm playing, we fight. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's like, it was the anniversary of this, I think. Or no, it couldn't have been recently, but it's got to be upcoming because it was a snow game. But the Patriots played the Titans once. I think it was 08 or 09. And it couldn't have been 08. It had to be 09. Um, and Tom Brady threw five touchdowns in the second quarter. Okay. Like, that game's over. Like, you don't yeah, watch the second over. half. That game's over. Fuck out of here. But the baseball one was like, I didn't feel the least bit comfortable. <laughs> like, the Astros hit a three-run home run. I was like, okay, well, we're right back in this now. <laughs> so, like, there's – I don't know. There's there's something about baseball. And the environment is so different. Um, like, I love watching baseball on TV to a degree. I mean, but it's nothing close to being there. Um, I think that and hockey – are probably the two greatest difference in terms of being there and watching on TV. Soccer's up there too, I guess. But um, what would you say is the hardest sport to pick up later in life out of those two? Of which two? Uh, soccer and baseball. As a fan or a player? No, I like to play. I think it's got to be baseball if you're playing at an elite level. 
why, why do you say baseball when there's so in today's baseball era, you don't have to do, you only have to be good at one thing in today's baseball. I, I get it. Like in the nineties and eighties where you had to, be yeah, but, it, but you can't, no one can hit. But that's, that's <laughs> like like no though. average person can get off the couch and hit, but an average person a lot of people can get up and at least run and kind of hang. But but an average person can get off the couch and still a base and or do a relief pitch. Do you think? Do you think they can steal a base yeah. without getting picked off? Yeah, that's all part of it. I do because if you think about big pitchers, when today, did they don't, when to they get don't, your jump? They don't. Yeah, they don't know how to throw back to the bases as much as they used to. Like it's we it's weird as shit when I look at pitchers and they don't know how to catch somebody stealing. They just look at they. How many times have you seen? I know for me it's been a lot. How many times have you seen somebody literally who's a pitcher? just accept the fact that somebody's stealing the base and just go in to try to strike somebody out. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. This is like, you're not going to just throw? You're not I mean, a lot of, I mean, it depends on the situation, obviously. Yeah. But, but you know, that, that was, I mean, and this may be the type of player, this might be because of the type of player, I should say, that I was as a kid playing baseball. Like, I was a catcher a lot. So, mm-hmm. like, I was always thinking of the strategy. Like, I took it very to heart when my coaches would say, like, the thing about baseball is, like, you have to know what you're going to do before if the ball comes to you. Like, it's a, in many ways, it's a more strategic game because there's yeah. so much that you're thinking about on every pitch. Whereas, and this isn't a slight on other sports. I just prefer the baseball side of it. But, like, in basketball, yes, there's strategy. You have set plays, all that. So much of it is reaction and instinct, which I think is unbelievably impressive that people have that. Um, but like, I feel like so much of it is, you know, like every player on a baseball field kind of has to be a, cor- a hypothetical quarterback of like, all right, if the ball is hit to my right, what am I doing? If it See, drops to my well, left, what do I do? I have to firmly disagree in today's baseball because of the, the shifts. I feel like yeah, today's baseball I, players, I do hate the shifts. A lot of it's done dude, for. I'm not now. a fan of the shifts at all. Like, I'm, and that's not true. I'm a fan of the shifts in general, but I'm not a fan of the shifts of how people react to them. My, my, my we, favorite take on it recently is wait, wait, you, wait. Before you say that, can I say this? Yeah. Quick? In baseball specifically, which you know I love, I think it's like my fifth favorite sport. But I shouldn't say but because everything before but doesn't count. However, I think that when it comes to baseball specifically. We have accepted that there are bad baseball players who are great athletes, and we just accept them as great baseball players, which is why people can't hit against a shift, which is why people can't steal a base, which is why people can't throw somebody out, which is why like it's weird. Like it's almost like we only condition people in baseball today, which I hope changes, is either you hit a home run, you can throw over, you can throw three digits, or you just exist. And that shit is. They, they have gone more the freak athlete route, I think, more yeah. than more than in the past. But yeah, no, my favorite new opinion on shifts is if you run shifts, if you if your shift gets beaten, mm-hmm. you're not allowed to shift the rest of the game. <laughs> so, so, like, if if you have a shift, like, think of the prototypical lefty slugger shift. Yeah. If they rope a ball down the left field line for a double, you're not allowed to shift the rest of the game. <laughs> You lost it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Which I don't I, totally I, hate. I'm not mad at that. It's like a challenge. I'm not yeah. mad at that at all. You, you, Pick your you, shifts wisely. Do you think that baseball has to get to a point, and we can we can shift from this after this question because, you know, people hate talking about baseball, which is weird to me because I love li- – I think baseball is still the best game to listen to, but that's neither here nor there. 
do you think that baseball has to get to the point where we accept that umpires are useless or do you think baseball is still great because umpires are necessary i love human error okay like and this is why i'm generally against uh the replay system in baseball partially because they still get it wrong so it's like if you're gonna have replays like get it right (laughs) (laughs) are you can't do that you can't say i'm against replay because no 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 but but that's but the the, my issue with replay is they expect to get it right but then managers like don't go ballistic like they used to which i love like i I miss bobby cox i miss like the earl weaver days Remember yeah. when Bobby Cox picked up the fucking – he's like, I'm taking this with me. Fuck y'all. I'm out here. Yeah, the minor league umpire that was, like, crawling around like a soldier behind the mound using the rocket bag as a fucking, grenade. Uh, yeah. Bag. yeah, it was like, oh, fuck it. Yeah, no, like, I miss that. And I love managers who get tactically ejected. Where, like, if, you, if your team's lost, like, four of the last six and it's, like, August and, yeah, you just go intentionally get yourself ejected. Like, I was watching a game – who was it? Um – Oh, it was the White Sox against the Astros. And Tony La Russa was out there for 20 minutes, and you could just tell he was trying to get ejected, and the um just wouldn't do it. <laughs> and, like, I miss that. That doesn't happen sad. enough in baseball. Which is sad because I love Tony La Russa because Mark McGuire. Nah, I'm, I'm out on Tony. I'm out on him. Listen, Mark McGuire's my favorite player for a long time, and he dealt with all of the bullshit that Mark McGuire had to do it. So, like, I love Tony La Russa for that. Everything yeah. else? Ah. <laughs> no, I'm not a fan of the fact that he basically shamed his best young player this year into retiring from baseball because he celebrated a home run or wait, 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 on wait, a 3-0 wait, pitch. Wait, wait. So, so you're telling me you're against an old white guy trying to play by old white guy standards in America? Is, what you're is this me? new? Is this is it, <laughs> just <be> a new <laughs> <laughs> Wait, here's a question for you. So Ricky Henderson also wore 35. Mm-hmm. And this is something that, like, for me, I think of him as a twenty-four, though. Oh, he's better at twenty-four, hundred percent. But like, I think thirty-five is like the number that he's known for by the masses, technically, because that's when he, I think, he hit his records. I think he technically got his records at thirty-five, but he's better at twenty-four. So my question, my, my question is. So for me, the one of the reasons why baseball has fallen lower on my list of favorites. No, he was wearing twenty four when he broke it. Really? Yeah, I'm because I just pulled up the picture of him holding up the base, that famous picture. He was wearing yeah. twenty four. I get that like longevity stat. I meant like the 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 single season records. And stuff oh, like okay, that. okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what 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 do you do you think? And for me, this is why baseball is falling down on my list. Because base stealing, um, there's less fielding stuff. Fielding is terrible in the MLB right now, to me at least. I feel like that shit is so hard to watch. When it comes to soccer, aka football, I think that people football. can't. I think people can't control the ball as well as they used to. Like I feel like the general skills in sports and, and in basketball is the ability to actually. Recognize defenses, shoot, the pick and ball. roll. I want, I want to see pick and roll, pick and pop. Yeah, rebounding. All of that shit is terrible right now. And the analytics have taken over all yeah, sports. Too it's much. like you shoot a three or you dunk, and that's it. So for me, and I ask you this as a baseball lover, do you think the game is better now, or do you think it's worse than it was years ago? And where do you see it going from here? 
I think it's in a really delicate place, honestly. Um, Cause I think there's a lot of really good players. I think there's a lot of teams that overuse analytics. I think there's some teams that probably underuse it. Um, I think generally speaking, it's, it's probably like one of those, like many of the other sports, like the, ta- the raw talent is probably at an all time high in baseball. Yeah. Okay. I disagree. But, okay. but I, I mean, I just think there's so many really talented. But like the 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 issue, the biggest issue with baseball is the league itself does a really bad job marketing the players that it should. Mm. Like um, this this happened recently when the Red Sox and Rays were about to play. They were like they were promoting it as like oh the like their socials were putting out pictures of Tom Brady in like a split Rays and Red Sox jersey. I was like why aren't you just promoting the really interesting, good young players on both teams? Mm-hmm. Like they just do a really bad job. Like, they, you know, they wanted everything all centralized and they started copyright striking. Um, anyone that put out their highlights, which was about the time that the NBA was like, yeah, put out all of our highlights, please random people on Twitter. And it kept skyrocketing popularity. Like they've just done a really bad job in terms of brand awareness. I think, um, is this like a bad fr- job or is it intentional? No, it's a bad job because I, I think they want they wanted everything to be centralized uh, with BAM, uh, Baseball Advanced Media, and they wanted to be able to profit off all of their videos and stuff mm-hmm. so they wouldn't let anyone share it, even people that could help extend their reach. Um, and, you know, I think the other saddest part is, you know, we would recognize them, but, like, you put Mike Trout, in like a random room with a hundred people. It's so bad. Like I, I forget what the rating scale is, but it's basically like recognizability or like name recognition. I think it's in. I think it's in the teams. I think for baseball. It's well, I don't know, but it, it, there was a list of him and where he ranked among other athletes. Yeah, I, 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 as I of like three or four years ago, about. he was on par with Brandon Jennings. No, but I, what I meant by teams was percentage. Yeah, I, I, I think oh, like yeah. percentage of being recognizable. I think it's in the teams, and that's just probably crazy, dude. And he's gonna go down as one of the best players of all time. He might go and down people, as the greatest baseball right, player, you know. And, and that was being conservative. Yeah. Do 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 you think that? And the reason why I said that earlier was like, is it a mistake or is it what baseball tries to do? Is because there's only so long I can convince myself that that baseball is fucking up before I believe that they're trying to self sabotage. Like there's only I just, so I just long, think right? I like I think about how greedy the people are in control of baseball, and say they know by now that what they're doing is affecting the bottom dollar, mm-hmm. and that feels like something that they can't stomach. Wait, 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 you said they so basically now. the idea is like they wouldn't self-sabotage their pockets is my theory i see i disagree because i think i think they're they're, tr- they're getting overly greedy and trying to line their pockets yes see, i think i think they would self-sabotage their pockets because of how quickly it comes back because when mark cuban wanted to buy the cubs and they were like no we don't like mark cuban because he's outspoken it's just like that guy will bring life to baseball that doesn't isn't there when when tatis jr is arguably the best baseball player in the last two to three years. And they they muddy his star availability because he has dreadlocks and it's colorful and he, he doesn't speak English that great. He speaks English really well, actually. No, I mean, like, 
he speaks English, but I'm talking about the way that they want a baseball player to speak like a Mike Trout oh. would speak is different than Tatis would speak, even though they speak. They're the just so mad that they don't have a way of shortening his name like Bob Clemente. No, not wrong. If they could call him Fred Tatis, they would. Or, or if they called him Fred Thomas. <laughs> Fred Thomas the second. <laughs> Fred Thomas the second instead of the dose, you know? So, like, I, I feel like there's just only so much, dude, that, like, I can look at baseball and be like, oh, they're not trying to do damage. I feel like baseball owners are actively damaging their own product because they would weather kamikaze their actual product than to allow it to be great on other people's standards. Yeah, I, I hope it's not that. You know, I'm, I hope I'm, it's a, not that too. I'm a pretty idealistic person, um, which is, which can be a shortcoming of mine. But I'd like to think that, and it's like weirdly not idealistic, but it is at the same mm-hmm. time where it's like maybe it's idealistic to be like these rich billionaires are greedy and would never do something that hurts them. Like, you know, like, and Jeremy, I don't think that they're doing anything for the betterment of the league. Barring, I'm trying to think if there's anyone that I would put in that list. The and way like I mean a Cuban like, would, we're like Cuban, I genuinely believe. But that's why would I put the baseball. Mavericks over the NBA as an institution. That's why I said baseball, not the MLB. When I said I think that they are willfully kamikazing the product. I think they're willfully. I mean, they definitely did that when they blackballed Bonds. I agree, but I also think that, um, and this is something that I don't want to go too deep into because it is something that's been spoke about many a times on various platforms, but I think that was more of a race thing than anything because they allowed Mark McGuire to come back and Barry Bonds is, is so much better of a historical baseball player than Mark McGuire, even though I love Mark McGuire that much. Mark McGuire was a hitting coach for years, and they were just but like Barry yeah, Bonds is a hitting coach. But Mark, but Barry Bonds was open about being a manager, and Mark McGuire was happy about being in baseball. And I think that that's where and and I don't know the numbers at all. Barry Bonds, or I will say, Mark McGuire was also really bad his last year and was hurt his last two. So it's like that feels less blackballed, whereas Bonds was putting up monster numbers still when he was forty. I, I, I agree with you. However, I will say this, though. When it comes to the art of teaching slash being a blockbuster sale, baseball, I feel like, actively went against Barry Bonds. So mm-hmm. his, his name and recognition and his number didn't bring in the people the way it should have brought in. Where, Barry, where, where Mark McGuire was trash his last two to three years, and he still was a big name. Where like I feel like they tarnished Barry Bonds' name to a point where even though he played well, which I agree, they weren't going to hire him because his name was so bad. Rafael Palmero, Pudge Rodriguez, Mike Piazza, Mark McGuire, to me, had a better chance of playing longer than they should have than Barry Bonds. That's probably true. And they all were worse players than Barry Bonds, which is crazy. Yeah. By the way, speaking speaking of cheaters, because it's been on my mind because, I mean, we mentioned Tony La Russa, so I'm thinking of the Cardinals and I'm watching the Astros on TV. It's still crazy to me how little coverage that 
uh, like people want to talk about the Astros cheating scandal so much. Like I'm just saying, cheaters now with McGuire. Um, but everyone talks about the Astros scandal. People forget that the Cardinals had a scandal that has now someone in federal prison. I feel Why like that should be a bigger baseball scandal. Why well, be good when you can be great? That's true. They didn't go halves. And if you're going to bring up the Astros, you got to bring up the Red Sox, which I know you don't want to do, but. No, there's levels. Because then I can bring up the Yankees, the Dodgers. That's what the Red Sox were doing. If we want to be real about it, New England is the, should be, should not, New England should be relegated to Canada when it comes to sports, when it comes to cheating. We want to do that. We should bring in the Argonauts, the Patriots. We should bring in the Red Bounty Gate? You want to talk Bounty Gate? To me, Bounty Gate's not cheating. Bounty Gate's just unethical. Most of our stuff is unethical. Your shit was cheating. You were filming practices and letting air out of football. So that's cheating. No, well, if we're letting air out of football, so are the Colts because their balls were the same amount underinflated at halftime <laughs> compared to the start of the game. Then get them out of here too. I'm not. I'm not. That's kidding. what I'm. That's what I was saying. You know. You know. I love good Edwin James, but like, even though. I'm but not I mean, the, the the other issue with that one is, it was literally like if you look at just science, if you believe in science then it's a really feasible argument that we did nothing wrong. Like, I've, I've yet to hear a good, science, well-reasoned argument about I, I can, I got you right here. Science yeah. and sports don't go together. So don't give a fuck about science. It's about what the rules say. Yeah, they follow the rules. Then the environment the played a factor. The three-point line should be moved back on the sidelines, but it's not. We noted the three-point line on the side is 22 feet. In the yeah, but if, if the footballs were regulation when they were measured and needed to be regulation, which is what they were, all that needs to happen is that. That's the rule. That's not the rule. The rule, you know how you know that's not the rule? Because they destroyed the tapes of what happened when it comes to when the game starts. You're not supposed to be able to. You're not supposed to have the footballs. So it's not just on the Patriots. It's on the NFL. You're not supposed to be able to touch the footballs after they've been measured. That's one. So the fact that you were able to take the footballs back and do whatever you want to do to them, that's on the NFL and it's on the Patriots. So it's not just a Patriots thing. So okay, so that really means it's not on the Patriots at all because that's when them well, within the procedural rule. <laughs> no, not no, at you, all. You just said yourself, that's gave, within the procedure that no, they let if, them do if that. You and I, if you and I were boxing. That's unethics. If that's you different. and I were boxing and you had 10-ounce gloves and then we gave you your gloves back after we weighed them and you took – padding out and made them six ounce gloves if the commission lets me get away with that then that's on them not me that's only you too because you took no. it out no but that's the unethical bit that's only but then you again regardless game. regardless people did the measurements the <laughs> ideal gas law proves it i'm gonna say it until i go red in the there, why was there why was there million dollar fines and suspensions levied if it was all in the rules because I think they were still trying to make up for what the perceived effects of the flake uh, spygate were with people. Don't, when has don't the understand. NFL cared about perception? They were a nonprofit until three years ago. They care a lot about perception. I don't think they give a fuck about, about the perception. shield. And they wanted Dr. Dre is performing at halftime. Given this to them. Dr. Dre is performing at halftime with Eminem, Snoop Dogg, and Mary J. Blige. I don't think yeah, I, I just, I, just I think people, I mean, yeah. We don't need to talk about that. I've wasted a whole summer of my life talking about the flake gate. I'm good to not discuss it. Anymore. Right. So New England should be relegated as professional football. As professional you could have, you could have, I mean, I think it was Dwayne Allen said it best. Who was with the Colts at the time. We could have played them with a bar of soap. We would have still smacked them. Yet to be seen. We weren't even throwing the football that game. But, but you're saying it is one game. Y'all were deflating footballs for five years. 
No, that's the perceived notion. They never came. Oh, and he, you know, you know how I know that I'm right here oh. because that next season, the NFL said we're going to test all the footballs, mm-hmm. basically, which was underlying. Say we're going to prove that the Patriots cheated. Mm-hmm. Why did they never release those reports? You know why? Same reason why they burned. They literally burned. I know damn well why. Because it didn't prove shit, except that the Patriots, everything was consistent with what happened. This is is also a great segue. The reason why is because every NFL owner has so much blood on their hands that you can't out any franchise before everybody. So what you're saying is everyone's cheating the same way, probably. The same way John Gruden is the sacrificial land for the Washington football club, where it's just like, why are we protecting Washington? And it's like, Mm. oh, Washington isn't a great football franchise. I'm, I don't care what nobody tells you. Here's, here's another one. Football franchise. But the, the reason I know that that one is much to do about nothing is Aaron Rodgers said he likes his balls inflated over the legal limit. No one batted an eye. Brad Johnson said he paid a ball boy 10 but, grand for the missing, Super Bowl no, I mean, to you're, tamper you're, with the you're football. Missing, you're missing the whole point. It's not about the deflated football. It's about the constant overstepping of the rules as a franchise. That's no, what it coming is. Coming right down to the just, legal limit. That's what we do. Right one, down to the legal you limit. You can't film practices. What's your We never filmed that? practices. You did film practices. No, people thought we did. We didn't. You definitely filmed practices. Okay, wh- who proved that? Who proved it? Yes. All right, let me pull up the exact name because you filmed our practice, the Eagles practice. That's guaranteed. That's what Brian Westbrook thinks. Okay. So you so so you telling me that the NFL as a franchise as as a company burned the tapes relegated to Deflategate and filming practice because it wasn't a big deal? Is that what you really think? I think it's because everybody knows the NFL is so crooked that you can't call out one franchise without calling out all the other franchises for more egregious racial, uh, gender specific, sexual issues. That's why the Washington See, football. The team. only thing we got in trouble for for Spygate. Which maybe there was more underlying. That's that's a fair gripe. I'll give you that. But what they gave us crap for was being mm-hmm. in the wrong location of the stadium when they changed the rules in week one, the year after they changed the rules. The Patriots will lose a third round pick in the 2021 draft and pay $1.1 million in fines. Their crew not allowed to record games during the 2020 season, according to ESPN Adam Schefter. So you were still was that the, was that the Cincinnati one? The, was uh-huh. that the Cincinnati one? I think there was some. We were filming like a documentary. Like it, there was nothing. I, I've I've watched the footage. There was nothing you could see there that you couldn't see. You're not on, allowed to film. film. It don't matter what you film. No, they, no, they got a film. license to do it. No, the if I remember correctly, because I might be wrong. If I remember correctly, it was the Bengals the, and the Browns. Yeah, it was the Bengals Browns game. Yes. It was a Bengals Browns game because they were doing a documentary about advanced scouts. The videographer was told what they could do, which was not what they could do, but that none of that information went to football operations. That doesn't stop you from trying. Like, if, sure. if, if, but if, that if wasn't you, the, if you buy a gun and never shoot it, that doesn't take away from the fact you bought a gun. Right, but they're completely separate entities, is what I'm saying. But it's not though, because you. Yeah, it is. is the second. There are the different organizations. Were, There's different. The, reason, the, the, the people doing the videography fine. on that don't work for the Patriots. The reason why you were fined one point one is because you did it before. That's Nobody fine. who did it one time would have been fined one point one million dollars. I don't. I agree, that. but I think that's because people think that there's been less on them, or like people haven't. The NFL come out cares up. about what people think. 
I feel like the NFL is the most yes. un- unbullied. I think I think the NFL is the most untouchable sports entity when it comes to the way the if they were untouchable, would- then like you said, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. They would put out the reports that they said they were going to put out. Think about the, They did though. They they no, asked they didn't. For, they think about think about this. They asked for an oral report for the Washington Football Club as opposed to a written report. Like everybody, no, I'm, I'm can still read talking about no, but they I'm said saying, they no, were going to put I'm out saying, reports, scientific even, reports of every football okay, management, but, okay, and they never think did. About this though, they that's because they care report. about their perception and they want to look right. But that's what I mean by they're so untouchable that they can just put out whatever the fuck they want about any situation, and we just be like, yeah. okay, yeah, and we just the, keep the that guy that walking. they hired to do the the report on Deflategate was a guy that said cigarettes are healthy for you because he was paid to do that as well. That's my point. Is where I mean by what I mean about they're bulletproof. That's why I don't Whereas take like, anything they no, say but seriously. That's, but that's what I mean by being bulletproof. I'm not saying right or wrong. I'm saying bulletproof, where they can do whatever the fuck they want, and the media just like, okay, it is what it is. So the fact that like the Patriots or New England as general as a sports area are getting away with stuff to me means is more about how corrupt the entities that they're working for are. Not that the Patriots were or the Patriots, the Celtics, the Red Sox, whatever you want to say it are actually not culpable for doing wrong. See, but the other thing is there's a double standard. And it, and what I mean by this is this. The year after Deflategate, mm-hmm. was, I don't remember which team was the offender versus the offendee. The Giants and Steelers played. One team had severely under inflated balls. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened because no one cares. Nobody cares about regular season football. No, nobody cares unless it's a team that they want to care about. It's not about well. We if it was the Cowboys in the regular season no, no, or the no, Patriots we, in the regular season, they would no, care. No, no, but we established this last podcast where most franchises and sports are not trying to win. We established this. I think we came to a consensus like most franchises in all sports are not trying to win. They're just trying to exist so that the owners can make money. But I agree with you. If it was the Cowboys and the Patriots, yes, people would care. But most, most fans and league people don't give a fuck about regular season stuff. It's all about the postseason. I also think there's there's so them. many conflicts of interest. Like I still because I think Deflategate, who is who is the head of investigating that from the league office? It wasn't Goodell. Do you know who it was? You should know who it was. I'm gonna say Demar Smith. Troy Vincent. Oh, shout out to Troy Vincent, Bills and Eagles, great. Have and who has an axe retired. to grind against the Patriots? Like this one, uh, um, he I'm, wasn't uh, playing. He wasn't playing against the Patriots in oh, 2004. Yes, he was. 2000. I'm not talking about 2000. When they lost the Super Bowl, that's an axe to grind. He was not playing because the they Patriots. thought that we I'm filmed I'm the practice. About, I'm talking about when the when when the levies were put against. I'm not talking about ever. I'm talking about like when we talk. No, about I'm the, saying the he was he was in no, charge of levying the punishments. So when we talk about the ball, he wasn't playing against the Patriots when they were being investigated for the deflated footballs. So no, he was in charge of the investigation, is my point. I, I know, but I don't feel like he has an axe to grind because one, one, just one thing. He played as a Bill safety for like the last three or four years of his career. He's not a career eagle. So like you know, That's fine. Crash, but 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 the way. his one shot is let you game because you know they drafted him, but yeah. But he probably feels like his one chance at a ring was stolen from him by the Patriots when he thinks that they cheated. I don't think any safety gives a fuck about a ring as long as they get paid. I'm just going to be honest about that. Safeties? <laughs> just safeties. <laughs> like, safeties are like, dog, give me my bread. I'm going to keep on pushing. Man. I mean, yeah, let's also not forget that ex-Eagles quarterback Jeff Blake said that 
when he was with We're the going Eagles, Jeff Blake? <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying the Eagles, a, a player for the Eagles said he used to tamper with footballs when he was with the Eagles. Jeff Blake didn't even play. I don't give a That fuck. doesn't mean he was in the quarterback room. It, was he not? You can tamper with the footballs if you're not playing. You're not yeah, playing. But if, yeah, but if Matt Castle said it, would people care? Matt Castle played a whole year. No, I'm saying. Okay, no, 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 no. If, if at the time, if play. at the time of, if at the time of the flake, Jimmy Garoppolo said it, would people care? Yes, they if would. He played that year. Yes. No, but people would care because play. he's in the room. No, Jeff Blake didn't even play. Jimmy Garoppolo. And no, he, Matt he, but he didn't, he didn't say, oh, I did my balls. He said, no, every team tampers with every ball, every game. Jeff Blake didn't play. If, if, if yeah, we don't think he knows okay, stuff, if, if we're going to do that, if we're going to do that, then we got to talk to the third string running back about holes. I don't give a fuck what the third string running back to say about holes because he's not playing. Yeah, but if you play 10 years, at he least. didn't play. He was on, don't do that. He didn't if play you're on 10, roster years. 10 years. You know what's happening. He was on the teams for 10 years. That's not playing. He's a pro bowler. Stop it, man. That's Are fact. we really doing Jeff Blake's wiki? No, we, I'm, no. What we doing? My, my point is just, I hate that people act like the Patriots or some evil empire. No, they it's not about being you, so you care more. I said, I, no, no, no. I said New England. I said all of the, was it five states? All of the states six. comprise right. six. Well, I'm not counting. Eh. I'm not, who are you exactly. not counting? Exactly. Who are, not counting? <laughs> who are you not counting? Who are you not counting? Go ahead. New Hampshire. Uh, so it's too far. It's too far. It's too far away, dog. You can't have that Maine. much. It's further. <laughs> I'm counting Maine because Maine is touching New Hampshire, but Maine also. I feel like nobody I've ever met from Maine didn't tell me that they eat granola. Like I feel like it's like it's Maine, Maine's Maine's Massachusetts is bitch. Maine is touching New Hampshire. A- anytime there's a legislation, Maine's like, all right, Massachusetts, let us know whatever you're doing. Maine we'll is this big. I feel no, like Maine's big. Are, Maine is not that big. Maine's like big. Maine, Maine is not that big. Maine is the biggest state in New, in New England. Brings me back to my other point. <laughs> you're, you're making my point. All of the states in New England are not big. So, like, for me, when I look at this, I'm like, there, mm. there's more to do in New England than Pennsylvania. That's a fact. Wait, 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 wait. No, you can't do that. One, you can't do that. Because yes. I'm not no, claiming. that's a fact. No, no, no. Listen, listen. I'm not claiming Pennsylvania. I, claim I think there's more Delta. major cities. No, 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 no. <laughs> Let me explain. No, 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 no. no. Let me there's explain. more major cities. Oh, no, there's more no, important no. cities in New England I, than no, all of no, Pennsylvania. No. Uh, Philadelphians don't claim Pennsylvania. One, we claim Philadelphia. There's more to do in Philadelphia than all six states of New England. Wrong. One. Two. No. Two. You're talking about six states compared to one. Where are you going to the which beach says in a lot, Which says a lot about how little there is to do. No, where are you going to the beach? We don't need a beach. One. I'm okay, black, well, that's one. That's well, plus one, one for us. I'm black. I'm black. What am I doing at the beach, Ivan? What am I doing at the beach? I didn't ask about the mountains. There's a black guy. I said the beach. I, I said, what am I doing at the beach? There's a black guy. What am I doing at the All beach? All right, yeah, go to the mountains then. All right, where are you going to the mountains? <laughs> we have mountains. Not like ours. We have tons of mountains in Pennsylvania. Mm. We definitely have tons of mountains. Oh, no, no, no. You can't say Pennsylvania. You said Philadelphia. You just said Pennsylvania. Going up Roxborough. Which one are we talking about here? No, Which you said, no, you you just said. I know. No, I'm saying the there's more than Philadelphia than all Pennsylvania doesn't wrong. work is because we don't claim Pennsylvania. But if we happen to claim Pennsylvania, you're talking about six okay. states against here's one. That's a lot about question, how small New England do you, is. Do you not claim Pennsylvania or does Pennsylvania not claim Philadelphians? No, Pennsylvania claims Philly. Pennsylvania. No, 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 not the city. Philadelphians. <laughs> no, Pennsylvania clash, clashes on to Pennsylvanians. Yeah, come on now. We're not doing that. But what I'm saying is, 
how is it that you claim six states against one area and you, you say it doesn't match up? If you want to do that, okay, you can have New England. You can't fuck with the Mid-Atlantic if you take out New England. You can't fuck oh, with work. Work. You can't fuck with you can't light fuck work. with the state of New history. York, the state of Pennsylvania. I don't like New there's Jersey. One, there's the state one of New city Jersey. in New York. There's one city in New York. That's a fact. I don't disagree. And they got some wings. But, just, <laughs> and they got some wings. But sure. everybody in Massachusetts claims Boston, even if you're an hour away, which is not realistic. That's pretty much Massachusetts, though. That's what I said about Mass. I mean, there's no cell sack in Delaware. Holla at us. What we talking about? <laughs> I, I know plenty of people from Delaware that claim Philadelphia. I uh, know. It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. I know. But <laughs> That's like, way worse. But you know what's crazy? Like, it's, it's one of these like, things. Because th- there's no one from Nashua, New Hampshire, which is right on the border, that yeah. claims Massachusetts. Everyone in Wilmington claims yeah, Philadelphia. They claim Philly, yeah. But that shows you the reach, man. So does Camden. Reach. Shows you the- I don't know. Actually, no. People from Camden claim Camden. Yeah, they claim Camden. Yeah, they claim Camden. Yeah, they, they don't people, claim Philly. I people, take that one back. Everybody else outside of Camden and South Jersey claims Philadelphia. You're they do and they don't. Everybody else in Jersey claims Philadelphia outside of Camden. Oh, oh, outside of outside Jersey. Sorry, I thought you were back in PA again. I was saying PA is like weirdly very much a county state. It's not though. You know what it is? It's just that nobody knows Pennsylvania, so they just all just cling to one thing. Like people outside of Pennsylvania. But but then but then I I feel like people should just say Philly. No, but like people they don't. outside of Pennsylvania will say like, oh, I was in Pittsburgh because they're in North Pennsylvania or I was in Philadelphia because I was in South Pennsylvania. Even if you're in Harrisburg Is or Pittsburgh you're in Lancaster, that north? it's really, really north. It's, pre- it's pretty fucking north. It's like two hours away from Philadelphia. It's like four hours away from Philadelphia. No, I'm talking about the way we drive is two hours away from Philadelphia. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Not the way too. we drive. I went to go visit somebody in prison in Pennsylvania. We got there in two hours and 22 minutes. Yeah, I, I I could say a little under three, and, and but like and then if you speed two and a half, I can see that yeah. two. No, definitely not two. I said two hours and twenty two minutes. Yeah, to us that's like saying I'm around the corner when you're through. I don't know away. why. I, I mean, and I've driven through Pittsburgh, but like I always felt like it was like it was lower right, lower left, and then there was nothing in northern no, it's Pennsylvania. North. It's really north. Be- there's Bethlehem. <laughs> that's all that's in northern Pennsylvania to me. No, it's Harrisburg, Pittsburgh. That's but that's like smack dab. That's like right in the middle. To me, Harrisburg. But we're, but we're in the south, though. That's the thing you got to remember. Like when we're south, everything yeah. else is north. Everything else is That's so fair. northern. I would like say, the, like I personally, like the bottom of Pennsylvania. Like there's, I personally there's love driving through Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. I love driving through Pennsylvania. I'm okay with it. I don't love it. I'm okay here's here's it. the thing: you hate it until you've had to drive through Kansas. Oh, Pittsburgh's fairly south. It's not. We're south. There's more pe- more Pennsylvania above Pittsburgh. It's because than below Pennsylvania it. is massive. I <laughs> no, I'm, no, but I'm just saying it's more south than it is north. Not if from you cut, not from Philadelphia. Oh, not from Philadelphia. No, I know. I'm saying it's like so northern to us that that's why I say like two hours and twenty two minutes. I mean, like it's so, more su- it's more south than Allentown. But everything, but we're so low on Pennsylvania's map. Damn, that's yeah. crazy that there's nothing above that other than like if you scroll out on the map or like scroll even in just to forced. just Pennsylvania. It's just forced. It's just forced. The only city that gets listed that's north of Allentown and Pittsburgh is Scranton. Yeah, Scranton's trash. So it's the electric city. Scranton. But shout out to the Jesuits. Shout out to the Jesuits. So nope. I mean shout out to the Jesuits. <laughs> not, not those ones. <laughs> shout out to the Jesuits always. But like Scranton is so trash. 
I don't know how anybody can live in Scranton and feel, feel okay about it. Yeah, it's crazy how much of the country is forest. No, Pennsylvania is mostly forest. <laughs> like it's mostly and mountains. Forest. Yeah, like if you even, and then even Appalachia. Like, but like even but like even to the left and the right of of everything in Pennsylvania, it's all like just woods. Like it's a lot of woods. Like there's yeah, it, it, it almost looks like a patchy beard if you scroll in with like Pittsburgh on the far left yeah, yeah. and like New York City on the far right. It's crazy how much of the Northeast because it's so funny because like it's always like oh it's such a they're such major, um, you know, metropolitan areas. <laughs> it looks like, like I'm on Google Maps right now. It looks like a patchy beard. We're like, oh, you have like a full beard, and then you're just missing a couple spots that are not woods. I'm gonna tell you like this: P- Pennsylvania, there's five cities, and then everything else. That's kind of how we look at it. It's five? Like five. It's like five cities, and then everything else. There's two. No, there's five. There's five. Like Lancaster. You got good. We gotta get Lancaster in there because of the Amish. Allentown. Where else are you gonna find Amish? Where else are you gonna find Amish, Ivan, in America? The rest Lancaster? of Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> That's why That's I say I mean. it fits in the rest of Pennsylvania. That's what so, I okay, mean. Okay, so, like, so let me guess the five. So yeah. Harrisburg, Pittsburgh, yeah. Philly, Lancaster. Mm-hmm. You're on Allentown. Ooh. Hershey. Hershey. There you go. Okay. There's five cities and then everything else. Like that's kind of how we look at it. That, that's crazy how much we just disrespected Scranton too. Scranton's not a <laughs> Scranton's like a couple blocks. <laughs> like if you there's were, no we, way there's no way Hershey is bigger than Scranton. In there's South. no way, but Hershey's more well known than Scranton, and it has more to shout, offer. Shout out to Will. Scranton. Shout out to Will. Yeah, it has more to offer. Will than and shout out to hundred point game. Shout out to the hundred point game and one one hundred pound chocolate bars. You know what I'm saying? And Christian like, Pulisic. What has Scranton given to the world besides what, what's Scranton the given office? To the world? Well, Wegmans gave us the office, if we've been honest, and it wasn't even filmed in Scranton all of the time. Also, so, the uh, U- England gave us the office. England gave us the office. There we go. <laughs> and and Wegmans was and, and and also most of the office cast is from Massachusetts. <laughs> Once again, Scranton is trash. <laughs> and guess where they didn't actually film it. Scranton. <laughs> I mean, I, I'd take Scranton over most places in Connecticut. Most places in Connecticut. So, hmm, that's an interesting take. Even major cities. Give me New Haven just for the pizza. What about Concord? But Connecticut? Yeah. You're thinking Concord in New Hampshire. I'm just throwing things out here. What about? I don't know, uh, I don't know if there is a Concord. Greenwich. There probably Greenwich, is. Connecticut. Greenwich, Connecticut is the richest, richest province in Connecticut. I feel like you got to yeah, take those Greenwich. people can those people can kick rocks. But I feel like you got to take Greenwich just for the status quality. Nah. I mean that to me is just New York. Greenwich. When I th- when I hear Greenwich, Greenwich I even, think New York. Greenwich isn't even close to New York. I don't think. I mean, close is, is subjective, but it's not like right on the border. Greenwich is like upper, I think. I don't think so. I mean, you're upper D, so my mind are upper. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that is harshly in New York territory. Oh, yeah, big time. Not even close. It's like literally on the border, actually. <laughs> it's wait, where's where's the line for states here? If I'm looking at this correctly, and I definitely am, the state line is Greenwich. Pulling this up. 
Like, if you look at what part is blocked out for Greenwich, it literally has the New York-Connecticut state line. Like, you can step over from Greenwich into the state of New York. Pulling it up myself. All right. Greenwich. You are doing a disservice. Am I? Yeah. White Plains is New York. Anything white is New York, but yeah. Port Chester is New York. Oh, so I think you misunderstood what I was saying. I don't mean the state of New York. But that's not far from the city. White Plains is what forty-five minutes outside of New York. But I mean that. I mean to say it's northern or like up in Connecticut. But it's I, that's but I mean, that's three and a half hours from Boston. This is how I look at it, and I look at it the same way in Pennsylvania. If you can't get to me in twenty minutes, you're not in my vicinity. That's when I mean, are, but you could be two blocks away in Manhattan and not get to someone in twenty minutes. But that's my point about New York, where it's just so congested and crowded. It's trash. I can't, it's trash. I can't, it's no, no, it's, it's trash. Garbage. It's garbage. But it, that's that's why, when, when I talk to people in Texas, they're like, oh, I want to go to New York. And I was like, yeah, go for a weekend, then you'll be done. But that, but that's what I mean by, yeah, it's the border of the state of New York. But how hard but, it is but to I mean, it, But travel. then again, like, but like but that's but what I'm like saying. Nevada. Like, It's not like they're on the border up by Albany. Like, that. that's different. But it's not like they're on the border of Manhattan either. You know what I'm They can saying? get on so a like, train and go to Manhattan within an hour. That's a long time, man. I think us in mid-Atlantic culture, we think that like hours aren't that long. That's a long fucking time. Like if it's 3 p.m. and you're like, hey, I want to go shopping in Greenwich. That's a long fucking time. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll get yeah, there by But four. you got places in Greenwich. But I'm just saying like in terms of like what major city, because Connecticut, I mean, no one gives a shit about Connecticut, about really. So yeah. like it's kind of split 50-50 with who they associate in New York or Boston. I'm about to see how long it takes to go from Greenwich, Connecticut to the city of New York. To Penn Station. Penn Station? You want to go Penn Station? Yeah, I think that's yeah. fair. Because then, then that kind of gets you all different modes of transportation. I think that's fair. It's about an hour. It's, uh, yeah. it's 34 miles. So that's so not terrible. It's about an hour. Yeah. that's. I mean, like, but, but you know, in terms of how congested that area is, that's not bad. That's pretty quick. An hour is without traffic. <laughs> well, you know, it's a day trip. Remember, remember, remember how <laughs> we talked trip. about. Remember how we talked about like Alabama and shit, and then like Nevada and Ohio, where it's just like, yo, this is it's cool Texas. if nobody's yeah. out here. Yeah, if nobody's like here, we're good. Yeah, Texas. Yeah, nobody's Texas out. We're good. Is, is you want to go to any other major city? It's gonna be a three-hour drive, but you're just gonna go in a straight line straight there. There's one way to get in and out. Dude, that is fucking sickening. But like that to Boston is gonna be three hours. Oh yeah, at for least sure. for sure. Oh man, I am. It was more fun last night when the Red Sox were up nine nothing at the current point of the game that we're at. So how long will we just allow movie studios to just redo every movie that we've already loved? I see a trailer for Ghostbusters right now. I'm just questioning. Mm. I I don't. I'd say I don't have an issue with it because like. I'm like I'm not gonna go see it. I'll, I'd rather rewatch the old one. And I guess it's good to you know to some degree to have put out something where the newer generations can go to the movie theater, see a, this thing, and be like, I'd like to watch the original now. So I think it's good in some ways. Um, do I think you're tarnishing the legacy of the product a little bit? Yeah, maybe, probably. 
do you think there are stories that should be told that haven't been told yet? True stories or fictional stories? Doesn't matter as long as they're always. Always, but I I believe in storytelling. Give me some stories that you would like to see on a big screen that haven't been told yet. I'm trying to separate like documentary style, like the first one that pops in my mind. Okay, so like I'd love to see a 30 for 30 still on the 2008 University of Florida athletics program. Just across the board. Basketball, football, swimming. Shout Matt Laporta on the baseball team. Okay. Um... What other movies would I like to see made? I'm trying to think of books I've read that I really loved. I've done a good job with a lot of those. I'm trying to like I'm literally looking around the room right now for like <laughs> motivation. Um, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of people I think that I just want to know more about. Like, I th- I think he's a, a volatile person. I'd love to see more stuff because I'm also a believer in like I think there should be more like quick hitter stuff. Like, I'd love to see an hour and 15 minutes about Gary V. You said an hour and how long? Like, an hour and 15. Like, I I don't need, like, a a two-and-a-half-hour feature film is what I'm saying, like, always. Like, I think you can tell the stories much quicker. But I don't know. There's a lot of... Like, there's probably a lot of local stuff that I can't even think of on the spot right now that I'd just love to see. I'm surprised you don't want to see a documentary on the Massachusetts bank robbing scene, like a documentary. And I like the like I love the town, but not like the town documentary. Town's an all timer. Oh, that's, that's 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 the big greatest bank robbing movie ever. Closely followed behind Dog Day Afternoon. Although uh, the only thing that bothers me about this, and I think I've probably told you this, and you'll appreciate this, I got really upset when they're at Fenway in that movie. Yeah. Spoiler alert! <laughs> because having worked there, I was like, that's not where that fucking door goes to. Like you guys came in over here, <laughs> now suddenly you're out here. No, those don't connect. That you couldn't have done that. Dude, the fact that you brought that up, I was just like, really? That's this what we're talking about. <laughs> Nobody like, yeah, knows no, that. they jumped through the sewer in the third base side. They were down by the Yaz door in left field, and then suddenly they're in the right field concourse with no way of connecting those two things. I can't believe you thought about that. I, oh, wait, I you know speaking what I of thing about things. You, you know what I would love? Hold on, hold yeah. on. You know what I would love about Massachusetts? If we get a real Mickey Ward documentary. Because he never won a night, he never won a title. He's not going to be inducted into the the boxing hall of fame, but he is on the staple of everybody. That trilogy has to be in there at some point, right? Huh? That trilogy has to be in the boxing hall of fame. Some degree. I don't. I don't think the boxing hall of fame inducts fights like that, like the way the UFC does. They do, but I don't think it's like one of those things. Like where Arturo Gotti's in it for sure. He's already in. He's been inducted before he died, if I'm not mistaken. But like Mickey Ward never won a championship. So, like, he's on our minds because we've seen him and we know it, but, like, he's not, like, he will be forgotten if a documentary is not made in my mind, which was worrisome to me. That is crazy. Yeah. I, I, I do think about these things. I mean, he never won a, a, a national championship. He won, like, the smaller ones. But he never yeah. won like, the big ones. I, I, I've been trying to make myself a better habit of writing down all my late-night thoughts. Mm-hmm. I, I might just start sharing one per week. Um, and, and I think this might be even be a good way to wrap up. I know we got to talk about the NBA top 50, Damn, um, top 75, but yeah. top 75. I'm sorry. Um, I say we, we wait a week until we have the 75 fully announced, at, mm-hmm. you know, by the end of this week, and then we can critique from there, say who needs to be on there. I, I need to give it a little more thought. Gets, I don't think, and you know, you would know 
probably more than me right now because I've not been paying attention. I thought they were doing it at the All-Star game like they did the 50. Like the official list, not the ones everybody's predicting, but the official list I thought was coming it's out. It's possible. Yeah. It, it's possible that, but the Bleacher Report article that you sent me indicated yeah. that the NBA announced that they're doing 25 on TNT tonight, mm-hmm. Tuesday, 25 on ESPN Wednesday night, 25 on TNT Thursday night. And it seemed like that was to be the official list. What might be the case at All-Star Weekend is like what they did at the 99 baseball star game at Fenway is bring all those players there and do a full ceremony. That might be what they're doing. So Otto Porter Jr. was going to take the coat for Will is what you're saying. Sure. That works. I Yeah. <laughs> he, he can absolutely be in the photo. Just have him stand <laughs> on a box. Have him stand exactly on a box. Like yeah. Him. There's no yeah. way that his mom did not have unprotected sex with Will Chamberlain, but that's neither here nor there. Sorry, what were you saying? But um, I'm going to wrap it here with with the first, like, I don't know if it's a hot take, but it's the first thing that was on my mind keeping me up the other night. I believe, and I think this is a hot take. No, I've never heard this uh, uttered before, but I think you may even be in alignment with me. It is unfathomable to me and unexplicable why Idris Elba does not get the same, if not more, love than The Rock. Why he doesn't get this as an all around talent? I think he gets more love than The Rock. You think? Yeah. I think he gets more love than The Rock. I don't think he makes more money than The Rock, but I think that he gets more love. See, I I think, again, we look at name recognition. I think way more people like, oh, The Rock. I think more people. But I think Idris Elba has done more than The Rock and should be the one getting the most of that shine from the public. Are you talking about from peers slash people in the industry? I'm talking to everyone, casuals, just normal people. I'm talking like he should be getting the outpouring of love and admiration that people give The Rock. And not to say that he doesn't deserve that, but I think that should be on Idris Elba. Better actor. He makes better music. Like there's all my mind with The Rock verse that came out. That was garbage. Um, but I was like, I it really like it makes actual music. Yeah, <laughs> and he like doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't get the love he should compared to The Rock, but I think it's almost unfair to to compare them because The Rock was a fucking wrestler. You know what I'm saying? We're like little kids. Yeah, and Idris like, Elba is a professional kickboxer. But Idris Elba was if For Idris real. Elba would have ended up being James Bond, and The Rock was a professional wrestler, then I he think should it's more, too. Yeah, I, th- I think that I think that is one of those things where the, Idris Elba's big break came from the wire the rocks big break came from stone cold it's different but, but, but different do you landscapes. think it's because i was thinking about this do you think it's because he's british like do you think if he was american and was more in the limelight here he'd get more love no no i i think it's just he has a more understated personality i think that it's the path that they took like people don't even realize i think people know but they don't really give credence to the fact that the rock is black like his dad had a porn stash and an afro that's a black man I know he's Samoan as well, but like that's a black man. But I don't think they look at Idris Alba can't hide the fact that he's black. He's British. He is somebody who takes the craft of of acting in the same vein as like a Denzel would. So it's not like looked at as I'm doing these block. Can you name one blockbuster outside of the Fast and Furious movie that Idris Alba has ever done? Like a blockbuster. Um. Not, not to my knowledge, but like I'm just saying, like I've definitely seen The Rock given some bad performances. No, I didn't say it was good. No, no, no I know. I'm, I'm just yeah. saying, like I just like every time he's and I'm, you know, Denzel's an apt comparison. 
I can't think, you know, while I can't name, you know, a laundry list of huge movies he's been in, I've never watched an Idris, mo- Idris movie, TV show, and I can't, I've not watched The Wire, which, like, to, for me to say this, like, I've never actually gone so through and watched The Wire. I know that, and I'm still disappointed. Like, but, like, I've never watched watching. anything where I was like, he didn't blow me away. The only movie that I could, the only movies that I can think of Idris Abba being in that are considered blockbuster are the Thor movies. Oh yeah, and he's, and he's not. But he's 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 not a primary character. Yeah. So like for he's me, he's great in that role. Yeah, great he's great. Cool, but like I, I think that I think there's a difference between popularity and talent. I think Idris Abba is more talented than Dwayne Johnson. No, I know, but that that's my point. I think he should be on an equal level, equal level. But but I would say equal level popularity. I would ask you this. What person in general, whether it be acting, sports, music, whatever you want to take it as, is as popular as their talent warrants in our current generation? Because I can't think of anybody. Um, Because the most popular people are typically the people who look at like, oh, they're just popular because of such and such. And not necessarily. Like I'm thinking of Pitt, Leo. I don't think Brad Pitt is that popular anymore. Yeah, I mean, he's him. not. He has I not like a huge Brad presence Pitt. on social media and stuff too, which is a factor. Yeah. I love Brad Pitt. Don't get me wrong, but I think The Rock is more popular than Brad. Margot Pitt. Robbie, maybe. I don't think Margot Robbie's that talented. No offense to Margot Robbie. I love watching Margot. But Robbie. what about some of the singers now, like Ariana Grande? I don't. I don't. I'm not on social media, so you know better than me. I think that she has never lived up to the talent that we believe she has. Because Mariah Carey is where who they compared her to. And Mariah Carey shits on her musically. And Christina Aguilera shits on them both. I love me some Christina Aguilera. I was supposed to go. What, what about Cristiano? Cristiano Ronaldo? That's the most be, followed person on that Instagram. Be, that, that, might, that might be the one. By the way, speaking of which, you don't have social media. I wanted to bring this up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ronaldinho and Messi had a nice reunion uh, at the PSG game today. Nice hugs what? and everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't even know Ronald Bean was out of jail. Yeah, sure is. <laughs> or maybe he had a maybe he had a week pass. I don't know. Dude, I didn't even know he was out of jail. That's dope. I don't man. I don't know that jail rules apply to Ronaldinho. I, I think, think he's like, I'd like to go to the PSG game today. And they're like, okay. Dude, I don't think Ronaldinho <laughs> knew he was in jail. I think he was just like, oh, these are some pretty he was playing ball. He just got to play some ball. Pretty bracelets <laughs> that they gave me. I'm like, Ronald, those are cuffs. <laughs> so it was like, it was like at the, the PSG game yeah, that they had a yeah. I'm gonna look that up. That's dope. It was just like on touchline pregame. He was warming up and then a little hug and yeah, it was beautiful. Oh, that's did Ronaldinho wear a Kangol like he's an LL Cool J? Uh, because I feel like he always has a Kangol on for whatever reason. Let's see. I think I think he may have. <laughs> he always has it to the back. Yeah, no, I think so. Dude, he always has a Kangol for whatever reason. Yo, Messi. Yep, there he is. Yep, that's a candle to the back. (laughs) Swagged out, as always. Dude, he looks so look at look at that (laughs) candle. Dude, you, he has to have a sponsorship. There is no... I, did, I really did not know he was out of jail. He's just living life. He, he might not be. 
We've never seen him in jail, so he might just been arrested and never actually went, even though articles have said he's in jail. I mean, like, there's a good chance that he went there just because he needed a place that he knew that they would have a game. Or no extradition. Yeah. Do you do you think somebody oh, so this is the last question I asked? <clears throat> do you think people like because I've read so many articles about Ronaldinho, and you know he's my favorite player of all time. Do you think that people like Ronaldinho, from the articles that we've read and the headlines we've seen about him living in a fairy tale world, is healthy because they don't have to deal with the real world? Or do you think that the harsh realities of the real world is what they should have to deal with in order for them to be healthy? Because mm. of how playful he is, how he there's, doesn't understand his business. Yeah, I don't know. Like there's, there's, there's different people. Whereas, like I was thinking, there, there was a moment where like the cocky player in the show Ted Lasso, they were, they were like, "Would you rather be a, a lion or a panda?" And a lion or a, that's a drastic shit. Yeah. Well, no, it was, it was just like one of the characters doing this, and uh, I don't know where this the cocky player is like, like uh, he was like. I'm me. Why would I want to be anything else? And they're like, I don't know if you realize how psychologically healthy that is. <laughs> um, was that Ronaldo? Was that Ronaldo who said that? Uh, no, but he said his character was based on several different players. Ronald Ronaldo is probably one of them. It's probably but no, I don't know. Like Ronaldinho, it's like it's like Marshawn. It's like some people you just have to let beat to their own drum. But I think Marshawn understands the reality. He's pretty grounded. He's more yeah. grounded. I think Ronaldinho is not living in the same universe as us. Yeah, but he, yeah, he, I, I don't want him living in our universe because then I feel like it takes away some of the... We're not working no. in his universe. Yeah, like, because I'm thinking, like, what is the harsh reality of someone like that? Is it what John Jones? He was just in prison. That's the harsh reality. I don't even think he knows he was in prison. Like, I'm realistic speaking. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure if you interview Ronaldinho right now, he'd be like, yeah, I had a good couple of years. It was like, you was yeah, I just made some new friends and, and hung out. Yeah, I learned how to work out again. It was like, where were you at? Prison. It's great. I just got to play football all day. Yeah. I was hiding my tax information. What? Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, no. All right, but I, I think yeah, we'll, we'll we'll break down the full seventy five next week. I think that's that's the move. And Carmelo Malone still won't make you right. Yeah, no Carmelo, Malone, no Bob Cousy. We out. <laughs>